Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the final score with Matthew and Stevie Fly. What's up, guys? It's the final score, and yes, we are back. It's 2024, our first episode of the new year. Hope you guys have had a uh, a really good Christmas, and uh, hope the new year is off to a bang with you. Uh, kind of sucky so far with, between the weather and other crap going on, um, but you know you got to deal with it. It's winter time. Yeah. Talking about maybe more more bad weather here tomorrow and maybe some snow next week i don't know what to think about that you know working in a grocery store that's not a good thing for me it's going to be busy 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 but with me as always is garth i mean that is matthew basemore what's up matthew what's up stevie i know you were about to call me garth brooks were you no garth from wayne's world oh okay all right don't you remember they always said with me as always is garth and he said, no, party, I, on Wayne, party on guard. That's a little <laughs> before my time, I think. Oh, yeah, I'm old. You're saying I'm old. Is that what you're saying, Matthew? No, I didn't say that. I'm saying my time. But you're insinuating, Matthew. You're insinuating I'm old. Instead, of, Wayne, instead of Wayne's world, my you know my era is Elmo's world. So. Oh, my gosh. I, <laughs> had that. I had a daughter. I had to deal with Elmo, uh, the uh, Teletubbies. I, I never liked that. Like that. Well, she didn't after she got old, you know, yeah. this was just when she was little, little and, you know, breakfast in the morning and wanted to watch Teletubbies while we were eating breakfast. So <laughs> she's, she's going to uh, flush you out after this. I, I swore I would never let my daughter watch that. But, you know, you do what you got to do. That's right. Just whatever brings the containment. Yeah. Whatever. So <laughs> NFL regular season is over. Seems like only yesterday it just started. And the college football season is over. And, man, this week has been uh, – <laughs> my daughter just texted me. She must have heard me say, watch what? I, yeah, uh, I'm not going to answer her. Right. <laughs> um, but a lot, a lot going on in the sports world, the football world. I mean, we've got legendary coaches walking away from their teams. We've got coaches, of course, Black Monday, which is always the Monday after the regular season end uh, came and went, and we had some some firings. We had some Sunday night, actually. But uh, first of all, let's talk about how about them Giants? How you, how, how you feel about the Giants? You guys, you guys end the year. Disappointing year for you, but you had a lot of injuries. Uh, but you end on a bang with a big win over, over the Philadelphia Eagles. What do you think? Man, I was wondering, like, where has this been all your season long? It's a little too late to start this on game 18, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you you kind of want to do that from the start of the year. You're no kidding, but, you know, I, I, I'm proud of Giants. Like, I'm proud of the boys because they fought, you know, no matter how hard it got, they were still fighting every Sunday. It didn't look like it, but they were still working hard. You can tell they were, and they fought no matter if they were losing or winning and they could have just gave up and not won that Philadelphia Eagles game, but you can tell they they played hard. Yeah, uh, up, up at one time twenty four to nothing. And, yeah, uh, I, I I couldn't believe it, and but I was having a good time. I was like, wow, I haven't felt this since 
last season. <laughs> what man? Uh, so let's talk a little bit more about this now. The aftermath of of this season for for your boys. Uh, your defensive coordinator is no longer with the team. Wink Martindale walks away from the team. Talk talk a little bit about how that went down. Well, throughout the season, you know, <clears throat> toward the end of the season, that was rumors going around that Brian Dable, our head coach, and Wink Martindale didn't have a good didn't have a good relationship. Yeah. Uh and we really just kind of just waiting to see. And I know when we beat Ooh, who do we beat at toward the end? Not Philly, but it was somebody we beat. But um, Brian Dable gave Wink the game ball, gave Wink Martindale the game ball. Uh-huh. Then they kind of, kind of squished it a little bit. But afterwards, we started hearing these news about you know. We heard that you know the Wilkins brothers got fired. Drew Wilkins and uh, shoot, what's his another name? Other brother's name. Anyway, he came from Baltimore with Wink Martindale, and Drew Wilkins is like his right-hand man. Um, when Brian Dable said, told Wink Martindale, we want you to stay, but we're firing the Wilkins brothers. Um, apparently, Wink Martindale like said a couple words that didn't uh, – said, F you, and – he said, you ain't – it was kind of childish, but he said, F you, and your offense has never scored on my defense in practice. Wow. And stormed out the building. Um, and did, we didn't hear – the Giants did not hear from him for a couple of days. This went MIA. <clears throat> but it's starting to figure out now that Wink and Drew Wilkins were – basically working behind Brian Dable and saying, okay, we ain't got to follow Brian Dable's rules. We just respond to the owner. We do our own thing. They Brian Dable does his own thing. Huh. Well, you can't really do that. I mean, that's the rumor going around. That's the – and it seems like it's becoming true. But yeah, uh, like you, you can't do that as a D.C. or O.C., yeah, you can't, you can't go over your the head coach is your boss. Yeah. Um, so you're kind of scheming things around Brian Dable, and Brian Dable is more of the we work together, we go through this together, let's collaborate together through everything. But yeah, it, at first we were all thinking Brian Dable being a a hole, and it might have been, but well, I'm sure there was there was fault on both sides. Exactly, but. The way it's looking now, it looks like Brian Dable tried to fix it. Uh, right. But Wink wasn't having it, especially when he said he was going to fire Drew Wilkins. And well, it, it's embarrassing, Stevie. It's like, wow. <laughs> the New York Giants supposed to be like one of the most organized and professional organization, but this right here is, is different. Like, I don't remember nothing like this happening since, like, well, I don't remember this either, but Dan Reeves, when he coached for the Giants. Oh, yeah. yeah. That situation, that's the last time that's happened with the Giants that I know of. Well, I don't remember the Giants being uh, 
being involved in too many controversial things like that. Before. Exactly. But I could be wrong. I mean, uh, other than that and the Dan Reeves situation, I mean, we're supposed to be a good organized professional organization, an office, but I don't know what's well, going Yeah, there, there seems to be a lot of, a lot of uh, people going over their coaches' heads. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Let's let's go ahead before we get into uh, into talking about the playoffs. Uh, let's talk about that a little bit. Jameis Winston, New Orleans Saints. Their their last regular season game was against the Falcons. Uh, Honey Badger, Tyrone Matthew intercepts the ball, takes it back to the one yard line. They're up forty one seventeen with just over a minute left in the game. Uh, I think his name, the coach's name always escapes me. Dennis Allen, I think. Yeah, I think that's his name. Yeah. He coach for the Saints. Puts Jameis Winston in, the backup quarterback, not the starting quarterback, the backup quarterback. Tells him to go to victory formation and kneel the ball. So, what's his name? Jamal Williams, I think that's his name, the running back for the Saints. Yeah. He, he scored 17 touchdowns in Detroit last year. Led the league in touchdowns, and he hasn't got one this year. And they say because that's because the Saints asked him to play fullback more this year because of uh, injuries. So Jameis Winston decides, okay, we're going to get Jamal a touchdown out of victory formation. They scored the touchdown. Of course they did. You And, and you know – of course, Arthur Smith, the now former head coach of the Falcons, is ticked off, asking Dennis Allen what, you know, I can't say exactly what he said on the field, but you can read his lips. And uh, Dennis Allen pretty much said they did they did that on their own. He, he agreed that it was wrong to do. But Jameis Winston comes out in here, you know, this is just a way, a lot of people don't talk about this, this is just a way for Jameis Winston to get, his name out there again to get him, get him some press, to get him some interview time as a backup quarterback. But let me tell you, that was as about as unclassy move as as you'll see in professional football. Yeah. All right. You want to get? He said, Jameis once said, "We decided as a team. We made that decision as a team. No, you didn't. First of all, the." Coach is part of the team, too. You went over his head. That was the biggest, biggest mistake. Mistake. You only had 10 other guys out there on the field with you. What about the defense? What about the start, the starting quarterback? You know, you can't speak for the whole team when you're out there. You made that decision right there. And, and look, I have no problem with you wanting to get him a touchdown. But line up in a regular formation, like so the defense knows. Okay, they're going to try to score. When you go into victory formation, for one thing, when you go in victory formation, the referee first thing the referee is going to tell tell the defense, okay, settle down, back up. They're going to kneel. So the defense was not trying to, you know, maybe some of the linemen fired off. I don't know. I mean, they do that all the time. The defense was relaxed. The linebackers were relaxed. They weren't coming after the ball like they would in a regular situation like that. So, yeah, you got a touchdown. Big freaking whoop. What did that accomplish? It, it showed that you – if I am the general manager and the coach of that team, J. 
Jameis Winston will not play for the New Orleans Saints next year. And if I'm th- and I'm, I'm sitting there as a coach, I'm I'm not I'm the coach of another team. I don't want him on my team either. If he's going to go over my head like that, yeah. Um, it's it's just like Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp has come out really against what he did, and said it's it's the difference between a winner winner's mentality and a loser's mentality. And Jameis Winston has that loser mentality. Um, it, there was a reason why he is a backup quarterback. Yep. You know, you 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 had Tampa Bay. You were the you were supposed to be the big thing in Tampa Bay, and almost the same team that you had that you couldn't even take to the playoffs. Brady takes to a Super Bowl. Baker Mayfield's taking a team, the team to the playoffs this year. So, and there's a reason why you're not. You're not the start quarterback. Why you could have been the start quarterback, but for some reason last year, after last year, they wanted to go out and get Derek Carr. I'm sorry, it it was it's just that that is just inexcusable and as as unclassy as you can get. I I didn't like it, and I you, yeah. you know I'm fired up about it this week, but uh, it is what it is. It's kind of died down now, but. You know, I, I don't see how you can support something like that. But. Yeah, me either, Stevie. Uh, you go over the head coach's head, that's disrespectful. I mean, <clears throat> it's like me going over my boss's head at work. Yeah. <clears throat> and doing a whole different scheme than what, what you know what I was told to do. But that's like people kept bringing up, well, Marino did it against the Jets that year. The Dolphins were losing that game, and it wasn't in victory formation. He faked like he was going to spike the ball, and then he threw it. Big difference there. Big difference when you're losing and, and when you're up 41-17. to And Winston said, well, it was 41-17 already. Seven more points wasn't going to hurt. It, it wasn't going to make it any worse. That ain't the point. No. You know, I would love to ask him if the Falcons did that to the Saints, what would his thinking be? He wouldn't like it. He would have, he would be ticked off about it. But what do I know? What do I know? And I mean, I know for for a fact, especially you know, high school ball, when they tell you they're gonna kneel the ball, the referees make you back off. You, they tell you stand, sit up, and don't come out to them. Don't even don't even fire out. So it's probably different in the uh, in the NFL a little bit, but still same same point. All right, moving on. Black Monday came and went for the NFL. Um, first first victim of the the coaches firing Arthur Smith from the Falcons, which you kind of saw that coming. Um, Falcons. You know, early in the year, people were talking about the Falcons were a playoff team. And I'm like, I'm not seeing that. I mean, you've got an inexperienced quarterback. I mean, you've got a rookie running back that's that plays well in spurts. Um, I, I just didn't see it. And, and they, they proved my point later in the year. The South, the, the a, NFC South was, once again, one of the worst leagues in football. And, uh, you know, I, Arthur Smith, yeah, he needs to go. 
who is next in Atlanta? Who knows? But didn't stop there. One of the worst kept secrets in football, the Washington Commanders fire head coach Ron Rivera. Um, we saw that, yeah. You know, you hate it for Rivera as a person, but he had that one year where they got on a roll and got to the playoffs and lost to Tampa Bay. And and you kind of felt good about the direction they were going in, but something after that just it just went downhill. I don't know what it was, but they their defense, you know, Chase Young getting getting injured. Then you trade away your 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 two best defensive players. Um it it just didn't work out for Ron Rivera. I hate it. I don't know what you think about that, Matthew. Ever since last it was last season, um I think uh they were playing – Washington was playing the Giants or after that game. And uh, <clears throat> he was, after the post-game interview, they asked him, said, did you know, you know, this game yeah. got the playoffs? And he was like, what? That that kind of told me, like, dude, are you even keeping up with – I felt, I felt the same way. How he, do you not know as a coach that, oh, this game could potentially – Take us in or take us out. That, that incident there, and then the the when he put Carson Wentz in the game, yes, and left him in there instead of putting Taylor Heineke back in the game. Yeah, you know, after one, Taylor Heineke had one bad game against the 49ers, which is probably at the time the best defense in the NFL, yeah. and after he had led them on a hot streak and then gets, you know, after that game, well, we're going to start Carson Wentz and Wentz played like a high school. I wouldn't even put that on a high school quarterback. Um, You know, decisions like that and not paying attention to, to what's going on as far as your playoff chances, that right there showed me, you know, Maybe they need to uh, they need to consider a coaching change there. And I'm like you, I agree totally with you. I mean, that told me right there ever since. Like this guy is like out of it. He's not. He's not even like he's not even paying attention. Like he don't care. Yeah, like you don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Then he so, said on the press conference today, or <clears throat> in an interview, that you know, you, you know, normal stuff, but was thankful and he enjoyed every minute of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sure he was, but, dude, the past couple of years, you seem like you just didn't care. And I don't know where this where this ends up either. I don't know if he comes back to coaching or or what, but. You know. He might go back to uh, college, <laughs> coaching for college. I, you know what? If I'm, I'd rather be a pro coach right now than a college coach. Um, that whole the college scene right now with the transfer portal and everything, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, you might as well be coaching pro because you got it's like free agency with the, the transfer portal, and you yeah. got to pay money. Same same difference. What's the difference? I hate the transfer portal. Yeah, it's going to be a problem. This yeah. college football is is definitely changing. And I don't know if it's for the better. Um, I'm trying to get off subject here, but uh, you know Carmen Brasillo? 
No, that name doesn't ring a bell. It's, uh, me either, really, but we just uh, Johnson's hired him for offensive line coach. Okay. Uh, yep. He just got off the Ravens. He was the Ravens offensive line coach. Oh, okay. So he didn't stick. <clears throat> he's sticking around with the Ravens till the end of the playoffs. Till they lose in the first round of playoffs. No Raiders. Raiders. Okay, I thought Raiders. you said Ravens. I was going to. He's going he's gonna to stick around till uh, they lose the first game of playoffs with the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of crazy one. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and, I, and it doesn't end with Rivera. Um, Mike Vrabel, which surprised me from the Titans, uh, you know, and what I'm reading now, uh, reading today was that tension between him and the ownership people were, was what caused this to, uh, happen, but he is gone. (laughs) He's gone from the Titans. And I think, you know, any team out there that's looking for, I don't know if they're, head coach or if even a assistant coach you better go get this guy yeah he's a good head coach he knows his stuff and i think he gets the best out of his player so uh that's why it surprised me you know i didn't know the situation between him and the owner but it surprised right. me what they fired him yeah I, I felt the same way when i saw it i was like i can't believe that this is something's wrong here yeah uh, but it's it's true so um and of course, today we saw the press conference. The Bill Belichick and and the Patriots mutually agreed to part ways. Um, arguably, and I say that arguably, one of the best coaches in the NFL. Uh, he had that great run with New England and Tom Brady, but just couldn't get it done. He progressively went, you know, his teams progressively went downhill after Brady left. Um, Mac Jones was not the answer at quarterback, and I don't think you know Bailey Zapp is not the answer at quarterback in uh, in New England either. So, be interesting who follows that up. And speaking of following up, talking about two legendary coaches walk, walking away from their teams right now, Nick Saban retired from Alabama. Who? How would you feel? <laughs> how would you feel knowing you had to follow up? You either get the job at Alabama or you get the job at New England Coach Football following Saban or following Belichick. That'll be something. Uh, <laughs> it would be a tough act to follow. It would. It would. Um, I'm still trying to get over the fact that that's the end of an error. Bill Belichick, believing the Patriots, that's a whole error. Over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, 24, you, what, 24 years, seasons? I believe that's right. How many Super Bowls did they win? Was it six? Six. They went to 10 with Belichick and they won six. Yeah. I mean, you you kind of felt like near, near the last, last half of the year that it was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, things weren't going well for for the Patriots. Of course, they did beat my Steelers. Um, but, you know, it, it just wasn't the same. It looked like uh, – it really looked like Belichick was just disinterested in the game. He, he had just had it. And, um, and as far as saving goes, I, I said that 
uh, near the end of the year this year that this would, I felt like Saban was probably going to retire. And was I shocked? In a way, I was shocked that he did, considering they got to the playoffs. But not really that that shot with Saban. Uh, of course, they're talking about Sarkeesian from Texas is a big candidate to go to Alabama. Um, I'm sure Texas will try their best to hang on to him after they made the playoffs this year. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just going to be a tough act to follow there. You've got a lot of pressure on you going behind two legends like that. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, speaking of national championships, congratulations to Michigan with a blowout win over Washington. That kind of surprised me. It, I, I thought Michigan would win, but I didn't think it would be the, uh, as one-sided as it was. So, here's the talk now. With that blowout win, are we talking about Washington didn't deserve to be in the national championship game just because they got blown out? I mean, I don't hear anybody saying that, but it seems like Florida State. Yeah, the whole Florida State thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Florida State gets blown out. Yeah, well, we know they didn't belong there. Well, I think Washington belonged there. I obviously think Washington belonged there. They went undefeated all year, and they won in the, the semifinals of the college football playoffs. But you guys out there make me, gosh, it just kills me to hear you guys say, well, they got it right. Florida State didn't deserve to be in the playoffs. They said they had, they were without 29 players against Georgia, and they didn't care. I'm telling you, this this whole college football thing. You know, I went on a rant on here one night on Facebook Live, and I'm not going to do it again. But get real, guys. I am not a Florida State fan. I can't stand Florida State, but right is right. And you know, you you go back and look at the at, since they've done the 14 playoffs. How many undefeated Power Five conference champions did not make the playoffs? And I'll tell you the answer right now, zero. So the selection committee can can suck it because they got it wrong. Um, this was all about ratings. This was all about kissing the SEC's ass. That's and, right. uh, you know, the selection committee, committee is the epitome of, of what college football is becoming. That's it's all about money. It's a business. Get real. I, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the whole thing. Um, you need to to come up with something different in college football. I, and, you know, that's my rant for that. That's what like Peter Griffin said, that's what grinds my gears. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's just ridiculous. I don't want to even get into it like, like I did before. Um, let's see. Playoffs, like uh, Jim Moore said. Playoffs? You talking about playoffs? Um, playoffs start, and it's not just the wild card weekend. Now the NFL calls it the Super Wild Card Weekend coming up this weekend, mm-hmm. and it's probably one of the best weekends of football you NFL football that you'll get right now. Um. And looking at the schedule, 4.30 games Saturday, leading off. The Cleveland Browns led by Joe Flacco against the Houston Texans with D'Amico Ryan, the rookie, the rookie coach making the playoffs his first year. 
uh, with C.J. Stroud as a rookie quarterback. Um, how do you feel about this game? Who you got in this game, bud? I got Houston. I think Houston's going to win it, huh? Yeah, I, I think they're going to win this game. C.J. Stroud has really impressed me. And I, you know, it, it, it's very, it surprised me. It surprised me, to be honest with you. Houston is what I thought was – you still look at them as one of the underdogs, but now they, they look good. Yeah. Um, yeah. In Cleveland, you know, they're just so unpredictable every week. Cleveland's defense is really south, except, you know, and, and I'm a little biased, but these freaking idiots that don't put T.J. Watt Pro football focus, I'm calling you out. You don't put T.J. Watt on your first or second team of your defense. Give me a freaking break. The guy led the league in sacks again. He's a beast. Get all up Miles Garrett's ass for a little while. Excuse my language. Um, They're they so, so up his butt. And it, he's like six sacks behind. T.J. Watt, but they said, well, that's because he draws so much attention. You don't think T.J. Watt draws attention? Come on, dude. If you don't, if you don't think so, what are you looking at? <laughs> games, you'll see. Uh, I, evidently, they've got something against him, but I, I'm i torn on this one. I know the Cleveland, Cleveland beat them earlier in the year, but that was without Stroud, who was, yeah. who was sitting out with a concussion. And Flacco lit up that secondary. Um, who do I want to go with here? You know, I, I'd always said in the playoffs, if it was possible, I would love to see somehow Joe Flacco and the Browns eliminate Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Because, you know, Flacco, the longtime Raven, Mm -hmm. And then the Ravens used to be the Cleveland Browns before they skipped town. It would be so fitting for it, but I'm going. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to. I'm going to go with Cleveland. I'm going to go with Cleveland. I think Flacco continues today. I think it's going to be a close game, but I think. Uh, I think a. I know how. Look, everybody remembers. Roethlisberger, his rookie year, they win 14 games in a row. But when you get to that playoff atmosphere, it's amped up. It's amped up. And when his first playoff game against the New York Jets, I'll never forget it, he looked like it, they made him look like a rookie. And he said it was that atmosphere, and it, it was just, yeah, I, I just I think, I think they're going to get him. I think Cleveland gets it, and it's going to be close, though. And C.J. Stroud will be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Maybe he'll take Kermit Mahomes. I mean, Patrick Mahomes. Play. <laughs> um, so, the nightcap of the Saturday end, because you got two games on Saturday. The Miami Dolphins against the team we just talked about. Maybe Taylor Swift will be there. Miami Dolphins head to Arrowhead in a rematch, another rematch. Miami versus Kansas City, 8-10 on uh, Saturday night. Who you got here? I want Miami. <clears throat> but, man, you cannot count Kansas City out. You can't count the refs out with them. 
I'm still going Miami. I don't want to jinx it, but I'm going with Dolphins. Um, I want to say I want to be uh, I want to be like some of these people. It's it's it depends on if Taylor Swift's at the game. Um, no, <laughs> I'm just messing. Um, both offenses, you know, these these are two offenses that have a reputation of lighting it up. You know, everybody remembers Miami put 70 on Denver this year. Um, but here lately, both of them are uh, are not playing as well. That's right. Um, oh, gosh. You can't – I'm like you, though. In the playoff time with that experience, you can't count out the Chiefs and – Miami looked looked really mediocre in that second half against Buffalo. They did. Um, <coughs> I'm going to go Kansas City on this one. I think it. I think it's going to be, but it's not going to be a high scoring game. I think. Uh, no, no, no. I, I think it's going to be a low scoring game, but Kansas City gets it. I think it's going to be like 27 points total. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think they both scored the 20s. Something like a 20, 24-20 win. Uh, but, all right. So, no NFC games on Saturday. All the NFC games are on Sunday or on Sunday and Monday. Um, so, leading off Sunday, my boys, the Steelers, how they got in the playoffs, don't ask me. Did they deserve to be there? Probably not, but God knows Mason Rudolph. Where, where was he all year? Why did we have him in uh, the whole year? Whatever what happened to Pickens, like he just fell off. You talking about Pickens or Pickett? Pickett, yes, yeah, our Pickett. Pickett, well, you know, he got hurt, and then Trubisky absolutely sucked. So we had to put uh, Rudolph in, and Rudolph has just been lightening up. I mean, Rudolph went in a it looked like a monsoon in Baltimore, and Rudolph complete. He had two incompleted passes. He went eighteen for twenty, in in the rain. So that's pretty impressive there. And you see, and I don't know if his picket can't read the defenses. I don't know, or somebody because when somebody gets in there that can read it and and knows where who to go to, it made it makes a world of difference. Not just in the passing game, but the run game. Najee Harris, you know, over 100 yards rushing in the last two games. Jalen Warren has, has had big games. Um, it's really opened up the offense. Playing Buffalo at Buffalo, it looks like it's going to be maybe some bad weather in Buffalo, some wind, and, uh, and uh, maybe some snow. And of course, T.J. Watt is out with uh, with an injury that he MCA sprain. He suffered against Baltimore from some friendly fire. Um, ooh. I'm gonna pick first on this one. You should. <clears throat> I gotta. I you know what? I mean, I'm 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 a Steelers fan, but I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not drinking the Kool Aid. Um, I think Buffalo wins this game. The only way, the the best way for Pittsburgh to win this game, you have to, you have to 
make Allen make some bad decisions, get some turnovers, and you have to you're going to have to be able to run the ball, and you're going to have to keep keep him off the field, eat up clock, and score points, score touchdowns, not field goals, score touchdowns. If you can get them to turn the ball over, they got a good chance. But I think I, I do think Buffalo wins this game. Same here, Stevie. You know, you, I know the Bills look, look like frauds this year, but you can't count them out. No, not yet. Not yet. Uh, All right, this will be one of your favorites right here. Four thirty game. Green Bay travels to Dallas to take on. Dak and the Cowboys. Now, I'll give credit where credit's due. Dak has looked a lot better this year. Yes. He did say before the year year started, I will not throw 10 interceptions a year. He threw only nine. So, Dak has, has lived up to his end of the bargain. Uh, they are the NFC East division champs again. But they're playing Green Bay, who is, you know, you got a young quarterback, and he's playing lights out right now. Um, I can't go against – I'm not going to go against the Cowboys this early. Uh, you know, we're, it's not time to go against them. Maybe the second round. They're at home, so when they go on the road, that may be a different story. But I got Dallas winning this game, and I think it's a it's a double-digit score. I think inexperience uh, is going to catch up with, with Green Bay. I'm not saying this is not a team that can do something in the future with a quarterback with love, but – I just don't think this is the time here, and I think Dallas gets a win, uh, a double-digit win. Yeah, I, I got Dallas too, but I don't think it's going to be close. I really don't. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be a big blowout, yeah. but I think it's going to be like maybe 10 points, 10, 10 or 13 points. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think it's not going to be close, but it's going to be maybe 15, 16-game point difference all right so who's next the nightcap and this is probably the game that's got the most storylines out of any game in the playoffs in the first round the rams versus the lions lions win the uh nfc north uh hosting a playoff game and the the thing that is so I guess the big storyline is the fact Jared Goff traded to the Lions for Matthew Stafford going to the Rams. And if you look at their stats since the trade, they're almost identical in yards and everything is almost identical. So I know I've, t- I've seen a bunch of Lions fans, not a bunch, but it, there's been some Lions fans saying, Boo Matthew Stafford when he comes if you're there. I don't think you need to do that. I mean, the guy the guy gave you – I mean, the guy gave up parts of his body that's probably still laid on your field right now. And, I mean, he he did everything he could to bring a winner to Detroit. Um, I'm sure he's just as happy as anybody that Detroit's had a great season, but he's looking to end it this week. Um, Jared Goff. Going, you know, playing his old teammates. Whew. I think Detroit being the the thing that gets it, I'll pick Detroit because it's home. It's they're going to be on their home turf, and I think that crowd it's going to be electric there. 
And I think that crowd gets them through this game. I think they win maybe a seven-point win here. I, I'm going Detroit, too, <clears throat> only because they're home. <laughs> I agree with you. They're home, but I don't. I, I think it's going to be like a field goal, three-point win. It's going to be close. Okay. And if it's seven points, it's going to be a last-minute, two-minute drill drive. Yeah, I just think that crowd, and I think they're going to be fired up, and I think it's going to – the Rams are going to – Going to feel feel the blow. I think you know it's been a it's been a really good year for the Rams because nobody I don't think anybody really expected them to do it. They with losing all the players they did with their salary cap situation. I don't think anybody expected to see them in the playoffs. They're probably like the Steelers surprise everybody. They're probably Steelers. The Steelers, the Texans, and the Rams are probably the three biggest surprises in the playoffs right now. All right, last game. Monday night playoff game. I got to get used to a Monday night playoff game. Yeah. Tampa Bay, winners of the NFC South, hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, four weeks ago, did you ever think that Philadelphia would be going on the road for a playoff game? Looked like they were in control of the East. After that win over the Cowboys at Philly, looked like they were in control of the East. They were going to get on a roll. And, man – after that win against the Chiefs, where Sirianni makes that little yells at the Chiefs fans when he's going out in the tunnel, who's talking now? They have gone downhill since then. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, you know, losing to you guys the way they did, they have not looked good in weeks. No. They took a beating against San Francisco. They took a beating against Dallas. Philly fans are upset. It's probably a good thing they're not playing at home because I think this is a really good chance Philadelphia loses in the first round. And I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna make that pick. I just gonna be an upset pick, but I'm picking Tampa to beat Philadelphia. I am too because <clears throat> Philly's also got a lot of injuries going on. AJ Brown. AJ Brown. He got hurt in the game against the Giants. Uh, Hertz has got Hertz is hurt. Yeah, he's got that dislocated finger. Yep, that happened against the Giants. Um, I, I was watching the a live stream YouTube channel that I like to watch every Sunday. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Chat sports, but anyway, <clears throat> I posted up there and said, "Uh, hi, my name is Jalen, and my finger hurts." <laughs> and no lie, I got like it ain't a lot. To some people, but like. 200 likes on that comment. <laughs> they loved it. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I mean, just the way they're going to have to prove it to me after the way they played the last four weeks. And Baker Mayfield, I think, you know, he's got some experience. I think they can, they can beat him in the playoffs. I think so too, because Philly's offense is sloppy. I mean, we had five turnovers against them. Five or six. So, yeah. <clears throat> put pressure on Hurts and it'll hurt them. So, that's our playoff picks. We, we want to hear from you guys what you guys think. You know, you think we're crazy or uh, what? But that that's the upset pick right there for us. What, if, what, if you think I'm crazy, I ain't saying you're wrong. 
I'm not saying you're wrong either, but I mean, if I'm crazy, I may not be crazy about these picks. But uh, yeah, it should be a great weekend for football. Um, it's always one. Of, this is probably, no doubt, I've said it over the years. This is probably my favorite weekend of football right here because you're getting uh, one, two, three, four, six games in three days. I mean, I know it's you get that many during the regular season, but these are, are playoff games. Like Jim Moore said, playoffs, playoff games. And uh, it's just an exciting weekend for football. Except for, you know, the first weekend of the season when you've been without it for so long, uh, that's pretty exciting. But this weekend is it, just exciting for me. Me too. Um, it's also very fast. You know, the first week of playoffs turns into the fourth really quick. Yep. Yep. And it's, It'll be it'll be Super Bowl time before you know it. Sure will. I wonder who's performing this year. Who was it? I, hold on. Oh, they said uh, they did announce it. Yeah, they've already announced it. That's yeah. Cool. yeah. It should be Chris Stapleton. Uh, Usher. Usher. Yeah. Usher. That would yeah. bring Creed. That would bring Creed. They're going on tour this year. Oh, yeah. Creed out there. We'll see about that. Usher <laughs> headline Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, no offense, but I'll probably that'll probably be my pee break or when I <laughs> when I not a big Usher fan. He's okay, but it's not not something I'll. Oh, I gotta throw some Usher on. Um, yeah, sorry, me same here. <laughs> so anyway, guys, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do better now. It's going to hopefully, uh, you know, me and Matthew both had things going on. Matthew's got something different ready to happen, too. Uh, and so, Matthew, I may have to uh, have a fill-in for a, a week or two with Matthew because I, I know uh, Matthew's got a, a, a package to be delivered soon, right, Matthew? That's right. I'm keeping the tracking number on my phone. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, you better you better make sure you you're you're tracking it all right. Yeah, that's right. UPS keeps me updated, but now it's uh two weeks and six days, and baby boy be here. Yeah. So, and I told my work, I said, look, I know I ain't the one having the baby, but I need a, at least a week off because she's been driving me nuts for the past thirty eight weeks. Oh wow, <laughs> that's the right thing to say right now. But anyway, anyway, that's your choice. Uh, I hope your mom's got a spare bedroom there for after you said that. But anyway, no, I, I've told her. She knows. She she knows. I'm. She knows I ain't got no filter. I know. We all. <laughs> but um, anyway, so we're gonna we're gonna be here weekly, and uh, I'm starting a little thing to get you ready for our weekly show called the pregame show. Uh, I try to do that Monday or Tuesday of the week. We'll talk about a little bit that's going on, and then, uh, like if you were listening. On Tuesday, you heard a lot of, a little bit about a lot of the things we talked about today, especially the Jameis Winston thing. But um, yeah, guys, just make sure you tune in. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and uh, like us and give us a five star review on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to your podcast at. The guys that helps more than anything. And uh, like I said, I, I will be putting. I've got an interview coming up that's going to be posted this week with a former Notre Dame quarterback and a, at number two draft pick in the NFL draft, uh, 
uh, a few years back. So uh, you, I won't get I won't give away who that is to you right now, but you'll have to tune in and find out. Uh, Matthew, any last words? No, thank God for coming. Here again. <laughs> what? I said before your wife kills you. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, I got a lot to say. <laughs> no, thank y'all for coming up here. Give us your playoffs picks. And uh, thanks for having me, Stevie. Yeah, so I'll probably pop in here. Uh, I know maybe Sunday I'll pop in here live a little bit while we're watching the games, get your, your guys' you guys thoughts on the game, what's going on so far. I know uh, Saturday night – I'll be doing uh, the triple threat main event. We'll be live talking about the our thoughts on the movie, the Von Eric wrestling family movie, The Iron Claw. Me and uh, me and Warden and the Hitman from Down Under. I'm talking about no other than Jack Pinocchio. Uh, you guys make sure you tune in Saturday night, eight o'clock for that. Everything, hopefully, everything will be, you know, no bad weather and the internet, no internet issues, but. Uh, Guys, that's going to do it for this week on the final score. Good luck to your team in the playoffs, unless you're a Ravens fan or a Cowboys fan. Um, And we will see you next week on the final score.